everybody out here clear off. Yeah, you there. Out of the tavern. It's closing for a while. Why, yes, I do have the authority. I'm the sheriff in this here city. Well, why didn't you say so? Tell you what. I'll tell you the tale while my boys clear this place out. So, we're being told to flee yet again, it looks like, on this episode of Robotog. Eh, at least it's a short trip. Yeah, that's true. No, no, we're brave pirates. We don't, uh, okay. It's true. You know, you might be right about that. The true pirate faces danger for the glory. Didn't you run from danger, Grumbo? <laughs> yeah, hold up. You literally abandoned your friend, running from him. I was a true pirate back then. Well, at least you are now. So, so now, now we've got a whole rowboat full of true pirates. Uh. One, two, three, four. I mean. Yeah, true pirates. You started zero when you count. There's two of us. Zero, one, two. Oh yeah, we didn't learn math in the college like that. It's okay. I'm very smart when it comes to math. Zero, one, half, and one. Um. There's this other way of counting that I learned, where uh, you start at five, and then you count, uh, and then you go to, like, so you go from five to two, and then back up to ten. So there's actually ten of us in this rowboat. Oh, that would be why Grumbo thought there were three of us on that ship, on our original oh, you must boat. have been using a different form of counting. Yeah. Oh, uh, about this again. Well... Speaking of the ship... Uh, do you guys remember what we were actually doing on that ship? Yeah, we've gotten really so sidetracked. Sure. I mean, I, I mean, weren't we... It was a passenger vessel, right? No, no. We're, it was a treasure looting vessel. Supposed to no, it was a passenger ship. No, it can't be. It was def no, it was definitely a passenger vessel. I wasn't in there for any trading or treasure finding. No, it was I treasure finding. I literally gave people stuff on the island to trade for. I don't know what to tell you. I literally helped people dig up gold and skeletons, like, blow up to the ship. What island did we stop at that you went aboard and went, or went, you went ashore and got gold? Freaking sailors Wait, found no, me. I was just hammered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, oh no, I puked on some of the crew. That's what happened. That doesn't oh, sound like the remember. best merchant gift. Uh, it was alright. Really? Yeah, You're gonna try to convince me that they actually appreciated that. Hey, what are you doing? Wait, Foxy, what are you doing? Island. Remember I told you about vomiting or something? Foxy, why aren't we going to the island? What? Yeah. No, we are. Because we are. It's right there. See? Yeah. Why are we turning towards yeah. it? We're, we are. We're, we're facing it right now. Foxy, see, I, see, you're I, just I, using I, a different... You're just doing a different form of um, direction, fake so orientation. Get some. Um, like, much like the... It's getting cold out. It's freezing down. Yeah, let's hurry up now. That's true. It is further south. Alright, fine, fine. You guys are impatient. I understand. We've been on the road for a while now. I want to sleep. I want to be able to uh, get by Cozy Fire during the night, not the day. Mm -hmm. it's, I'm like actually really cold. Why is it so cold down here? How do you live? You guys are like polar bears. It's not really that cold. It's maybe a few degrees colder than the shores of plenty. Actually freezing, man. <laughs> Where's that campfire? Well, see, you're used to the temperature uh, from whatever island you're from, the land down under, which is, I'm guessing, scorching day and night, so... Exactly. It's awesome. I love it. Understandable, understandable. 
Well, well, at least okay. We're at Thieves Haven. There's gonna be plenty of spots where we can set up a campfire. Wait, and there's this, there's this note in my pocket. It says to go to the North Beach. This is the Southeast Beach. Oh, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. Son, you'll have to forgive me. So, so did Duke give you that note, or was it the tavern keep? I think Duke gave me this one. It says that there's a nice campfire there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. We wouldn't wa we wouldn't want to just approach without warning, because then the people on the island, you know, you, you can't trust anyone, as we've no, established. I think I think it'll be fine. Are you yeah, actually being an optimist for once? Rummy deep in Grumbo. Please, please do not say that. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I'm working on it. for this campfire. I haven't had a good campfire in a long time. Well, uh, I mean, I suppose you can't really have a campfire aboard a rowboat. So it makes sense. Ah! We're not quite safe from skeletons. Captain Wraith of Martin? I mean, Wrath? God, I'm already hammered. We've only been around the campfire for about five seconds, and you're already stoned. All right. Well, I'm just. Well, I mean, there is soul here. Look at this soul in this skull. All right. Don't you dare! Hey don't you dare adopt hey the, the mystics. Right. So I need you to be quiet. Be quiet. All right. Trust me. Okay. Why would we need to be quiet? First, kill skeletons first, and then um, they gather by the fire. Let's just ignore the skeletons. And I want you to yeah, breathe in, close your eyes. And take in, and when you breathe out, take in the wonders. See, and fire. It kind of sounds like you're telling us to to eat this guy's soul, and I don't want to do that. Well, it's sunrise right now, so apparently we're too late. Night, but eh, might as well get the campfire stories in. Sounds like a good idea. How proactive are you, This is a good change. I like where this is. Really it's still inside. We need to leave at the freaking sunset. I think we can get here plenty of time. Uh, well, <laughs> okay. You wanted to tell campfire stories. You you must have one up your sleeve. Kick it off, huh, Grumbo? Well, once once Douglas is good to go, I will. Yeah, come on, take take a seat, Douglas. Take a seat, young Douglas. It smells like people's souls. It's good smell. I'll take it. You got a pig. That's <laughs> just around the beach. Cutie. That is a pretty cute pig. This is a pretty cute pig. Grumpo! No! You shot my pig! No! You monster! You monster! I thought we were... That pig had a family! Probably. That pig... I don't even know anything about that pig, but you killed it. I've known that pig my whole life. Might as well have. Well... Let's fix some stuff then. <laughs> that pig was like a father to me. He even knows the pixel. I basically shot it. All right. Anyway, so this is a story. <laughs> you're, about... gonna, you're really, <laughs> you're just gonna move on like that. You're not even gonna yeah. hold a visual. You're not. You're not gonna have a funeral for the pig. Token, it is the visual. This is its funeral. Uh, what a cruddy funeral. I hope this doesn't happen when we die. Look, just a couple of. I just to get burned alive. I mean, burned the dead. 
well, couple uh, of losers yeah. scattered around a fire going like, ah, it was a cruddy, cruddy guy anyway. Anyways, uh... The pig. I said he was... I said, let's do it. Grumbo's not even giving the pig the time yeah. of day. Completely ignoring it. Honestly, how do you sleep at night, Grumbo? Well, how about this? So, my story starts when me and my... Me and the group were around before we came to the Sea of Thieves. So... Okay. Continue. Indeed. So, we are on this continent. We're on the shores of a con- We're on the shores of a place known as Sicily. And we're surrounded by what was known as the Adriatic Sea, which in town- That's a made-up word. Yeah, this doesn't seem real. Think no, before, you know. Yeah, exactly. Indeed. Yeah, they had a sea, which in turn connects the Mediterranean Sea. A yeah, sea within a sea? sea? Why would you put a sea in a sea? What kind of idiot? I was going to make map. I don't know. What kind of geographers are there outside the Sea of Thieves? They didn't seem very smart. Yeah, they sound kind of stupid. Well, most of them were land based, not sea based, so. Land? What do you mean? They don't have just like really small islands littered everywhere? Oh no. Massive. Mass. Islands. Massive. Uh, massive. They have islands as massive as the entire city. What? No way. I don't know about that. Ridiculously large. That's not possible. Alright, no, it's, it's okay. Keep telling, keep telling your made up tale. Go All ahead. Right, okay. So, me, Oliver, Ragan, and Dari. Dowry? I mean, I mean, like, that's a little solar still out there. Dairy. Dairy. Yeah, Dairy. Okay. We three. Yeah, the, if you're wondering, Dairy is the one that died in the shroud. I assume this much. So, us, we, we four. This, so, this is back when we were, we were all still, still kind of young. Decided to. But, I, but we recently got some careers. As sailors, and as we we're slowly making up, making our way through the, making our way through long, painful hours at sea, with a rotten captain, we we're slowly making enough money together for we all build a ship and sail away. Hey, that's kind of like what we're doing. Yeah, why did you guys make a podcast about it? <laughs> <laughs> it's because you didn't have us. Also, uh, we didn't have uh, we get people. Ma- yeah. Okay. You have people with lips? Yeah, so uh, I don't think I would make an option. I mean, you can make a podcast. I don't that. I mean, I, wish, I was going to draw a different conclusion, but no, it's okay, Douglas. Keep talking. This, this mean, is not being recorded. You know, let's go with the other. Yeah, I'll go back conclusion. So, anyways, make that canon. The story. We don't uh, have any cannons. Stop making fun of us. Anyways, so. <laughs> we can't fit a cannon in the rowboat. You know that, Douglas. Or once we built a ship. We decided to Fucking. sail across the sea until we encountered a decided to sail out of the Mediterranean to see what awaited us. We got to the unmapped ter- unmapped sea, or, which was extremely large with no islands in sight. Eventually, we ended up finding one particular island after going through some very thick fog. Once we got there, all the were just very ominous woods, I should say. Ominous forests. Alright. So? How so? We, well, there are 
tall barren trees. Yet somehow, well, yet somehow they how it works that there are leaves. Technically, barren means uh, unable to reproduce. So, if you're really gonna be nitpicky with his wordplay, <laughs> trees. But well, wow. the leaves and branches grew at the bottom of the trees at the top, close to the tree. That seems ridiculous. It was very ridiculous. Just like this fire story, just total, which is totally made up. Definitely not sarcasm right there. What is sarcasm? This is the word that is perfect. Anyways, uh. So we got there. I'm confused. Is it a real story or not? It's a fake story. Okay, good to know. Thank you for informing. Yeah, anyways, so once we got there, we ended up making a little fire just to warm up those spooky stories. And we got to this story about a ghost. And right as he finished the story about a ghost that wandered the woods after being left for dead by his own by his own troop, his own army. Troop? Was this guy a scout, per se? Indeed. A scout? He was, he a scout is after. Trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous. Well, those these scouts supposedly were not like that. I'm glad I now know what a scout is. Yes. And, well, they ended up leaving them behind. Leaving them behind. He supposedly roamed the woods. I was even thought it was made up because no one else had run to Alan. No one's new of existence, but uh. Then we noticed a skeleton. A skeleton? <gasps> Much like this one right yeah. here. Oh except it was like a oh that moved around. Except it had eyes of blue fire. And as it moved towards us, it slowly, ma slowly matched flesh. Searing. That seared on, seared on as bark nearby trees. So it stole the bark from the trees to become its flesh. Indeed. And as it was going towards us, obviously we were mere sailors at the time, had no idea of how to fight, so we just all ran for our lives back to our ship and sailed back. See? A real pirate runs away. Exactly. We weren't pirates then. Well, well we you were learning. Story, a real pirate runs away. Yeah, well, we got back. Right, you are. We got back, ate some parts of the ship, and thought it was a great experience. Decided to keep sailing until we got here. That was a mistake. But, uh, but... <laughs> now you're wanted by the IRS and Flameheart. Just well, not one, um... wanted by the Grammar Time Union. Oh, so now, okay, really, you're flexing now? You have more bounties on you than we do? Bounties from the other world, but they don't know I'm here. Sorry to take it, sorry, I'm dead, so I don't think I have bounty on them anymore. I mean. Oh. I have Never fear. See, see, actually, um. Yeah, it's not that hard. You set me on fire, I was too close. Alright, well, that's your fault, actually. You didn't adhere to proper fire safety. We need a fire marshal in the in the uh, in the vicinity. I'd rather we need ample not, supply of water. I'd not do that. Well then, uh, on to our who's next? next story. On to our next story. Now, uh, oh, why is she going next? I mean, well, because I'm the host. Actually, it would be very inconsiderate for me to take the, the spotlight away from you. Douglas. I guess we should leave the best for last, then, huh? Yeah, exactly. Foxy, you go first. Your story sucks. I already know. <laughs> I mean, oh. it's probably better than than your life life from. 
Jeez, we're moving on to insults instead of stories? Okay. Alright, Douglas, uh, you disgust me. Grumbo, uh, go, go be sad. I'm gonna leave now. Alright, good podcast, guys. Uh, that looks like that wraps it up for this episode. <laughs> anyway, I'm back. It's I'm back. It's been only 16 minutes. How could you leave so early? You're right. I can't afford to leave right now. <sighs> okay. Let's see. What's a good story? A real, real entertaining story. Uh, I don't suppose. Let's see. Oh yeah. Seeing as we are, we are kind of here now. Um. Well, you know, I've already I've already told you this is a place of, of great mystery. So while growing up on Snake Island, I uh, I had a I had a, uh, a friend, a childhood friend of mine named Dallin. So there we were, out out playing in the woods when uh, when Dallin points out this odd looking bird to me. It was an owl, believe it or not. You guys you guys have heard of owls Hi, before? Right? I'm, I have indeed. Vaguely. Well, so that way I don't have to explain what an owl is. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's an owl, and normally owls go hoot hoot, right? Yeah. Uh, I actually learned that only barn owls do that, but you know. Uh, some well, Jack when you barn owls and see these. Well, then how did the myth become? Okay. Or whatever you want to call it. So that's right. what the owl says, right? <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact. Okay, okay. Uh, but this particular owl made the typical, you know, tropical bird, uh, kind of squawk or a, a caca, whatever. Please, kind of recreate the noise. Recreate the noise. Um, no, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of onomatopoeia than making myself sound like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Okay, well, anyway. Not gonna get there now. Um, right, anyway. This owl, it was pretty, it was pretty... Uh, strange. So Dallin, you know, he was like, he was like, oh, we should make some kind of contraption that we can catch the owl with. So we spent, for some reason, the next like two hours designing this convoluted net, um, made from uh, like <laughs> fishing line uh, that, we, that we wove into a, a net pattern. Uh, and that then, seems uh, very we had a, a handle. It was mastercraft, at least from the wow. eyes of a couple of like six-year-olds. Uh, don't worry about it. Dang. Anyway, so then this owl just stayed in the tree the entire time, looking at us with its, its big old owl eyes, and uh, mm-hmm, we were mm-hmm. offended because you know what we didn't we didn't give the owl permission to, to look at us, and uh, <laughs> and under the COPPA Act, uh, it actually can't. <laughs> COPPA? What does that stand for? Um, stands for uh, cease owls peeping on peculiar orphans. <laughs> Now, we weren't orphans, but it still applies. Okay, okay. And, adult uh, anyway. kids. Adult kids. I think that's what it stands for. Uh, sorry, orphans. Did I say orphans? I- I'm sorry, I was confusing it for Kapo. Yes. Oh, that's a different term. Yeah. Different I learned about these- I learned about these in my poli-psych class. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, You're confusing- it's a common misconception between Paka and Paco. One applies to orphans, one applies to adult kids. Um, yes, right, right, of course. I, if you, I've just, I've been rowing for a while, you know, I'm just... It's a common mistake. Just the tiniest bit fatigued. Anyway, and so, so we did it. We, we actually caught this owl using our net that we designed. 
And, uh, and, and Dallin looked at me and he said, do you know what this means? Yo, hey, hey, Boxy, do you know what this means? And I said, yes, Dallin, I do know what this means. And I did know what it meant, because now we caught the owl, we were able to go take it home and show everyone how cool the owl was. So we did that, and it worked, and everyone was very impressed. However, uh, a strange man came to our house while Dallin was still there that evening, because we were all going to the IRS. Um, I don't think he worked for the IRS, but I, I, I can't be sure. He, he was wearing okay. a big, a big like, like slate black jacket. Uh, and he had, he had, he had tinted sunglasses or uh, like, you know, un unseeable through sunglasses. So I couldn't tell what his eyes looked like. Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, and he was bald, uh, and, and, and really intimidating. And he's like, hello there. I've come to get that owl back from you. It sounds like Oliva. Oh, are you sure it was an Oliver? You don't think it might have been? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see this guy's eyes. It might have been a woman. He was wearing very concealing clothing. It could have very well been a woman. Well, you know, you know, if you can't see somebody's eyes, that's how people show gender it's through their eyes. Uh, you can't tell any way else. Well, I was thinking more because Oliver has like the mystics, uh, like painted eyes, you know, kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that might have been before she was a mystic, though. Wait, he has to slow down. But regardless, um, hang on, I gotta get the campfire going again. Very nice, thank you, right. thank you. But regardless, so this this unknown individual came to ask for the owl back, and uh, it, you know, it may very well have been Oliva because yeah, it had that same grating voice. But the problem is, I didn't offer this person a lozenge, so we'll never know. Uh, okay, so they didn't suck. Well, that's a good thing. You guys were our kids. Anyway, as I was saying, before before that happened, right, this 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 individual, this unknown person, came in to ask for the owl back, and Dallin said no, and I said no, and the guy said yes, and we debated whether or not we should give him the owl back. We we discussed the pros and cons. Uh, we really thought through the consequences, potential benefits, mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and downsides, and uh, we convinced the guy to leave. So you guys did the cost benefit analysis? Yes, actually, um, we had whiteboards. It was uh, mm -hmm. it was very reasonable. Uh, eventually, you know, we, we, we determined that uh, it was better for us to have the owl. The guy revealed that he was using it for some kind of evil plan or something involving, like, uh, blowing up ancient spire and he needed the owl for it or somehow. So anyway, we decided that uh, if he blew up ancient spire, then, um, well, actually, it would, it would be very harmful to the economy of ancient spire if it were blown up. Like, you have to Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys have a lot of information for 11-year-olds. Oh, we, you know, we were 6-year-olds. <laughs> Oh, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh -huh. Anyway. So, so we told him that the economy of Ancient Spire would probably be, um, would probably fall into decline, or at least uh -huh. would have some kind of negative uh, outcome if he were to destroy Ancient Spire. Uh, and once yeah. he realized that, he realized that it was actually, um, it, there were more downsides than upsides if he blew it up. So you know, he respectfully left, and we got to keep the owl. Okay. Um, the next day. Uh, the owl then uh, pecked Dallin very badly, uh, and he, uh, you know, he had, a, he had like a, met, yeah, his finger was badly wounded, so he got so oh, angry that he, uh, he, he threw out, he cast out the owl, cast it aside into the outdoors, and it flew away. And I've never seen that owl to this day. Huh? Wait a second, right? That's... It's right over there. Look at that. It's up on the ledge. Where? Up there. Can you see it? it look, it's, it's hooting. You can hear it. 
Oh, you're right. Wait, never yeah, mind. I can hear it. It's regular owl. It's, it's hooting instead of doing the bird squawk. Oh, dang. That's a, mistake, yeah, that's a shame. You never Yeah. Um, I was just, I was just a little eager. Anyway, that's my story. So, it's a very nice story. Yeah. Pleasant story of some six-year-olds, you know, debating the, doing uh, six-year-old things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, when I was six years old, I, I, that's when I first went to college, uh, <laughs> to get my, uh, bachelor's. Um, mm -hmm, we talked about yeah. the, you know, you know, economy, it's an important so thing for a six-year-old to know. story then? Are we moving on to your tale? Oh no no! This, I'm just I'm just commenting. The six-year-old going to college and getting a bachelor's. Yeah, well, most six-year-olds, you know, it's very important that we know about exact the nuances of the stock market. Yeah. And you know, no, tariffs. The uh, trade laws. Be exactly, trade laws between um, our island. It's very important for six-year-olds. Um, but that has nothing to do with my yeah, story. My, my cousin, my cousin Aris. Um, like right mm -hmm. out, the, right out the womb, who was already learning about stocks. Uh, his his father um, had like a had like a, a whole like folder that he was given the second he was born. That you know, doctor said congratulations, and then, and then mm. his dad was just like, okay, uh, here you go. That here's, kid, here's your here are uh, your stocks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I mean, I gotta admit, I don't think it's a good system to teach kids stocks and the economy before math. Or in fact, actually teach them no math and only stocks. <laughs> but you know, I think it's fine. I, I understand it perfectly. Yes. I'm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I, well, I guess you said that wasn't your story. So you have something else you want. No, to my story is a little spookier. So spookier than than a, than, a, uh, than de kindly debating the uh, real the logistics of blowing up ancient spire with the stranger. That's not super spooky. It's That's spookier more... than a. A skeleton using bird and bark into its flesh. Uh, to use its flesh. That seems, I mean, that does seem pretty spooky. Wait, do you not suppose this skeleton- Oh, never mind. What skeleton? I didn't see any skeleton. Yeah, what's going? Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, it must be the souls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Seeing, we're seeing things. Okay, okay, get to the point, Douglas. What's all right, all right, all right. Alright, someone's so. gonna show up. Someone eventually is gonna come over here and be like, Hey, welcome to Thieves Haven. Until that happens, we gotta keep on telling stories. Exactly. It's bound to happen eventually. So, it was... It was a night just... Or a day just like this. But it was really dark that day, because there was a solar eclipse happening the entire day. Wow. And there were these three people walking through the uh, palm tree forest. Just, just your average solar eclipse day, you know, that happens every once in a while. Right, so they're walking through the forest, and still, one of them trips on a bone. They, they look down at the bone, and they find it's just a deer bone. They consider it to be nothing, and then they walk on. Until, makes sense. Yeah. another one of them trips again, but it was just a chicken bone. So they decide to walk on. And then, finally, another one trips again. But this time, it wasn't on a bone, it was on a book. They read the book, very intently, and... They, they read this book, long into the hours of the night. <laughs> I can tell, you sounded very scared. And because of the solar eclipse, there was no moon that night to illuminate anything. So they decided to build a campfire, very similar to this one. 
they decided to read this book over the campfire. One of them would narrate each chapter. They called it, um, it was like a book club for them. Um, I read book club? It was similar to that, yes. Um, yeah, so they decided to read this book. And then, after they read the book, they decided they, they went to bed. But, it, yeah, they went to bed. They, they slept by the campfire because they didn't want to go home. And it was, they were, they were having fun. Until, about two hours later, a blood-curdling scream went through the forest. And they awoke to find that one of them was missing. It was Judy Wrench, the, uh, the uh, leader of the group. Was, she was gone. Judy Wrench, huh? Judy Wrench, yes. They went looking for this Judy lady to find that she was nowhere in sight even though they uh, had heard the scream recently that sounded like Judy's scream. They, just, they figured it was nothing and she probably went to the bathroom and they decided to go back asleep again. Then when they, when they awoke in the morning, they found that the book and Judy were gone and Judy was not going to the bathroom but is instead gone and not there anymore. Well, I mean, how did they know that though? You know? I mean, maybe she is just taking her time. You know, like the the ladies are always slower in the bathroom. I wouldn't I wouldn't mm. underestimate like a like an eight yeah, hour no idea visit to the restroom. I mean, this is all, th exactly this is what they assumed. So when they went back into town, they were surprised to see Judy not in the bathroom because they just assumed she was you know in the bathroom. Not in the bathroom. That's terrible. Yes, she was, but she was clutching the book, which had gone missing earlier. They thought it was nothing until later that night <laughs> when they all went to sleep again um yeah they went to sleep again they but did. they never woke up because they were brutally murdered in their sleep By whom? and then My when God. the police came in to this to discover what had happened after their parents had called in they found only bloody remains of an arm and a hand from different people and a book very similar to the book Right here. Oh, what's this book about? This journal seems to be- Don't read it! Don't read it! Don't read it! Oh, oh I read that one ages ago, man. <laughs> what? I'm just gonna- I'm gonna back away from Grumbo now. So Grumbo, uh, how are you feeling? Yeah, you're not gonna go scream it's, and disappear into the middle of the night, are you? Years ago. I guess Wait! Good, then. I guess there's no you... reason to be concerned. I'm gonna go stand next to Grumbo. You don't think Grumbo is Judy Wrench? <gasps> well, I'm not a girl, so yeah. I don't know, you got pigtails. You... <laughs> Let me just look down a sec. And yep, I'm not a girl. Are you That's sure? That is pretty inappropriate. This is a PG podcast. I'm not wearing a Come shirt. on. Yeah, put some clothes on. I am a guy who loves to wear a shirt. Alright, so he admits it, he is a man. Yeah, but I, what if Judy Wrench is, in I, fact, a non a non-gender assuming name that could be a guy? I'm pretty sure Judy feel, is a girl's name. Also, I feel like I've, I've seen male Judys. One of my friends was Judy. Well, I feel like you would have well, specified the gender. That doesn't mean okay. Capricious <laughs> said she. Yeah, I did say think? that, but Judy Wrench could be anybody, because the part be that I did. Us. 
You guys didn't read on the, the extra extended wait, edition, wait. the lore book. You didn't read the lore book, what, which explains. Exactly what the Judy Ranch would say. Admit it, Rummy Douglas. Oh, shit, my way Admit it, Rummy Douglas, and also Grumbo Chill. <laughs> I gotta confess. I did change my name. I did used to be Wrench Judy. But the book has nothing to do with this. I haven't murdered anybody. I didn't murder anyone. What? He's, he's equivocating. How long is I haven't. I told you, I didn't murder anybody. Yeah, dot, 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 in the last week, right? No. No. Oh, it was the book that murdered them! It wasn't me! Hey, come back, you're gonna disturb the other people on this island. Oh, Wait, true, true. we don't seen people line up, would we? Um, oh, yeah. It's been a really long time, actually. At least two days. We should probably go investigate. I'll take the rowboat inward. I mean, the island's got that kind of you think that area. Yeah, why don't we do that next time? Next time hmm. on Robotar. Well, looks like that's the last of them. I've got police to police, so I'm gonna head off now. Good day, dudes. Raymond David Grumbo was played by Andrew Morris, Stephen Boxer was played by Stuart Lund, and Roman Douglas was played by James and Brewer. Promotional art by Stuart Lund, theme song by James and Brewer.